You are listening to Type 2 Fun, a podcast which cherishes the fun aspect of all the challenging stuff. Hi, this is Hiba and I'm a medical graduate. Hey everyone, this is Fazan and I'm a business professional. This is the first episode of our show and uh, in this episode we are going to discuss about remote work. So how are you doing Fazan? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Uh, today we are going to discuss what remote working is talk about some benefits and challenges of remote working and uh, hopefully by the end of our discussion you will have a better sense if this is something that you would like to pursue whether now or in the future so let's get started so Fazan what do you think uh, can you how will you describe uh, remote work so i think uh, one key distinction i want to make before uh, before we get started with remote working is uh, there's two concepts that are generally out there in the business world one is outsourcing and one is remote working. So outsourcing happens when you basically take a bunch of responsibilities from an organization and basically give them to another organization to do them on your behalf. Whereas remote working is more around the idea that your your own employees, your own workers are not confined to a dedicated office space and can work outside of your, you know, your corporate headquarters, let's say, and work from from their house, let's say, or a local coffee shop or wherever. So yeah, I think uh, that's the that's the key distinction I wanted to make. First of all, um, so yeah, and in a nutshell, remote working is essentially an individual being able to work from basically anywhere that they want to, mm-hmm. right? Or they, so it's not that they're confined to a particular office, like an office space or a cubicle, right? Where they must be, where they can. So, uh, in your opinion, do you think that um, remote working can uh, potentially replace the offices and um, and the method or the way the companies run? Um, so, yes, I do think remote working has a very good chance, especially given the times and circumstances that we are in right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with the pandemic going on, everybody's pretty much or mostly everybody's been forced to work from home, right, to the extent that they can. Um, so, yeah, I think this uh, this is a nice experiment going on. But obviously, once we get out of the pandemic, I think a lot of the learnings that companies and even individuals or employees will have is that they are able to function outside of the normal office space, right? And they're able to be just as productive as they are, if not more productive, in my opinion, than they are in the usual office setting. So, yeah, to kind of answer your question, remote working does have the potential to potentially replace a lot of office work that, you know, people thought before that they could only get work done in the office. But that's not so much the case. Obviously, context matters, right? Not all work can be done remotely. Like, you can't expect a retail person to work remotely. It's just, it's not possible. Uh, yeah, of course, you're right that... Um that remote working is uh, not applicable to all the sectors. So, Bazan, uh, can you further elaborate that what sectors uh, can uh, include this mechanism of working? Uh, so, I think the remote working is um, highly beneficial for sectors that are more uh, focused on client service. So, think, uh, think about the accounting profession or the legal profession where you have clients and that you don't necessarily have to interface with on a daily basis, right? Or on a very frequent basis. Mm -hmm. So I think um, with all the online tools that are being developed uh, right now, uh, those sectors can definitely do remote, right? But 
you don't have to stop there, right? Um, another example might be telemedicine. So medicine as a profession, obviously, if you get sick, um, if you get really sick, you have to go in into a hospital and get yourself checked, right? But to the extent that you've got a normal cold, telemedicine is uh, starting to grow now, especially with the pandemic going on right now. And for those kind of symptoms, you can just talk to a doctor while web conferencing, get a prescription, and then get it filled at your local pharmacy. So I think remote working has a has a part to play in a lot of sectors and a lot of different industries. It just depends on the individual use cases. Um, so that's my profession. And obviously, each company can implement remote working to the extent that uh, that is possible in a given role that they have. So yeah, I think uh, the definition of remote working and what it's applicable to will evolve as uh, people try different use cases. So we can see that it is evolving and with the introduction of new uh, technology, it is going to further evolve and improve. What do you say? Yeah, no, I agree with that. So uh, Vizan, what are uh, the potential uh, benefits of working uh, remotely, especially for the from the employer's perspective? Uh, I think there's a couple key things uh, from an employer perspective. Uh, so we're talking about benefits, and then uh, I'm sure we'll come to the challenges side as well. But I think the yeah, big, sure. big thing is, obviously, for an employer, you one of your biggest expenses are um, office space, right? Whether you're renting the space or you're leasing it over a longer time period. So I think that if you implement remote working in an organization, those costs can definitely be saved. So I think that's a benefit. Another one is uh, with remote working, what it kind of forces you to do as in from an employer perspective or even as a manager perspective is to really focus in on the work being performed and not so and not get bogged down with other things that are happening when you're in an office setting, right? There's a lot of other a lot of other distractions in an office setting besides just the work that needs to be done or the work that's being performed. Yeah, that's true because uh, like um, during the work hours, people are just discussing about life and the work. Yeah, there's social. Yeah, we are social creatures, so there's a lot of other things that are going on besides mm-hmm. the work. So I think one of the key benefits of remote working is, yeah, as an employer, you get to see who's actually performing and who's not, and kind of take uh, action based on um, hard evidence. Right, because at the end of the day, work is work. It's either done or not done. Yeah, that's true. And then the another one is, uh, if you implement remote working, you're kind of lifting geographic restrictions. So your mm-hmm. talent pool can become, you know, you can hire people from all over the world, right? If you want to go global, but even then, you can hire people from different states or different countries, close close by countries. Yeah, that's a great point to add or uh, include people and have a diverse culture at your workspace. Yeah, diverse culture. And at the end of the day, you want to hire the best people for the job, right? And just because that best talent doesn't live in your city or, yeah, if it doesn't live within like 50 miles of your office, doesn't have, that doesn't have to be a hindrance anymore if you implement remote working of sorts. Yes, I truly agree with that. So, Vizan, uh, uh, so talking about uh, from an employee's perspective, how do you think uh, it can benefit uh, uh, the employees or the big people who are running the companies? Uh, so, yeah, from an employee perspective, I think the biggest one is that they, with remote working, you have the ability to work from anywhere. Right? Um, 
a lot of people would choose to work from home mm -hmm. but you know you can go down to your local cafes co there's a lot of co-working options now uh where people can uh, you know get a table for a short period long period whatever makes sense right so i think that's one of the key one of the bigger benefits another one that kind of comes into play is uh you don't have a commute or to the extent that you don't want to have a commute right so people right now a lot of people are commuting you know 30 minutes 40 minutes 50 minutes to a commute uh, obviously the people in this day and age uh, with the real estate prices going up are moving further and further away from big cities but traditionally and even uh, right now a lot of the jobs are in the bigger cities so if you're moving further and further away your commute times just become bigger and bigger with remote working all that time and wasted productivity can be harnessed again. Yeah, um, we can't ignore uh, the fact that uh, during com during long commutes, the uh, the people do get uh, tired and has fatigue. So by the time they're reaching the destination or reaching the office, their energy levels have dropped down. So I think it does counter their productivity. So if you are minimizing the commute hours, then definitely it's going to add up to the productivity at home. What yeah, and another good benefit from that is obviously you're commuting to get into the office, but then you're coming back from the office to get home. And you know by the time you get home, if you have a longer commute, like it might be six thirty seven, right? Sometimes even longer if you stay at, uh, if you have to stay back at the office for something. So by the time you get home, your day's kind of done, and then you're literally not productive at all. Once you get home, right? So what that what ends up happening is your weekends, which are supposed to be your off days, end up becoming essentially chore days. Yeah, that's right? true. That's so your two-day weekend essentially just becomes, for most people, like one day, which is Sunday. And sometimes not even that. Sometimes they have other work to do, right? So your weekend literally just becomes a couple of hours of that. Yes, uh, overall, uh, working from home or working remotely does has the benefit to provide quality life, uh, quality uh, time for the family as well. Yeah, you you can have that. You can definitely have some quality of life improvements by working remotely for sure. So, Fezan, uh, overall, uh, what do you think? That what are some potential challenges for remote workers? Okay, so I'll take the question in the same sense that we did the benefits. So I'll talk about the employers first. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's a that's a good way. Yeah. So I think the biggest challenge in terms of from a perspective on an employer with regards to remote working is uh, if you know you're they have a fear, or at least in my mind there is a fear that if workers aren't present and in front of you, right, that uh, there's a sense of uh, loss of control. Right, but I think yeah, I think subconsciously this uh, fear can manifest. Yeah, and especially if you're a people manager, right, and you're managing a team or a couple of people, that might be a fear of um, somebody in management. But I think what people need to realize is that if you think that you have control while people are you know stuck to their cubicles or to their desk, right, then I think that there's a bigger issue of trust. Because at the end of the day, an office is supposed, in my mind, is supposed to be a place where people come together to work. But the office setting was built when we didn't have all of these technological advancements and tools that allow us to work from anywhere in the world now. So I think the bigger core of the issue that people need to realize and look at is do they trust their employees to get the work done when they're not in front of them? 
Because if they don't, then I think it's a bigger issue than just a loss of control. I think that's then it's uh, either you don't trust your employee to get the work done, and that means you made a wrong hiring decision, and you need to go back and look for somebody who you can trust. Because mm-hmm. I think the work needs to get done, whether it gets done in an office setting or some remote island, it shouldn't matter. Work just needs to get done any which way possible. Uh, another challenge that employees, uh, employers may face, sorry, is uh, how do you build a culture, right? If you've got your workforce working remotely, if you don't already have a book culture built in, how do you build it? And I think there's ways around it to it as well, right? But at the end of the day, the culture of an organization is driven by the actions of its employees. Sure, uh, companies can, you know, put out vision statements and mission statements and, you know, what do they stand for? and guidance like that, which is all great. And that should still be done even if you're implementing remote work. But I think um, in order to really build a culture, the actions of your employees need to drive that sense of culture. So how do you think uh, they can implement such? So I think it's more of a factor of um, leading by example. So if your management level, executive level, management level individuals understand what the organization needs to stand for and live it and execute it on a daily basis in front of their employees, whether it's, you know, just when they're conducting meetings or conducting one-on-one coaching sessions with their uh, juniors. Uh, I think that's what really drives an organization's culture. And that's how you build a culture and kind of stem it all across the organization. So I think in building of a culture is more dependent on the actions of your employees rather than some statement that was written in an HR policy statement. Yeah. Um, Can you think of any another um, challenge, yeah, especially from an employee perspective? Um, yeah, so I think uh, this this one kind of relates to both an employer and employee perspective okay. is uh, if you've got a lot of people working remotely, is um, how do you make sure that they're all kind of intermingling and you know they're all accessible to each other mm-hmm. and i think the, um, with remote working obviously a key benefit is people can set their own timetable right so if somebody works better later on in the days as opposed to really early in the mornings they can do that but i think as an organization then you have to be cognizant that there is some sort of overlap between teams and between employees to make sure that uh, there is accessibility uh, and uh, that there's overlap in terms of uh, work products. Yeah, so flexibility accounts a lot yeah. in terms of remo- working remotely. Yes. Uh, from an employee's perspective, some of the challenges might be that when, uh, there's a routine change, right? If somebody's been working in an office and then now you know, they're trying out remote working, whether it's experimental or um, uh, permanent. So I think routine changes require discipline. Uh, and that can be taught with you know training sessions uh and uh, given guidance as to what they should do. But I think discipline and how to deal with the new normal, training for that is um, very beneficial when you want to. And then obviously some of the other challenges are distractions at home. People obviously have family, children, etc. Mm-hmm. So people just uh, need to kind of learn to deal with that aspect of remote working and maybe set boundaries, right? Maybe have a portion of the house or apartment where only work gets done off whether it's office or work gets done and then the rest of the house can be sent you know mentally be set for other activities 
Yeah, that makes sense because if you keep uh, workplace and uh, workspace and uh, your daily life activities separate, then also like on a mental perspective, it's really good and really increase your productivity and provides quality in your work as well as your family life. Correct. It's a, it's a mental distinction, but it it helps you. It's the same idea as you know having an office to go do office work yeah, and a house to you know do your social activities your and just relax and, re- and relax yeah uh another thing is obviously the remote working working from uh by yourself right so in an office where you're surrounded with colleagues in a house and an apartment you're not so humans are social creatures and we require human interactions right whether it's with our peers our managers mm-hmm. etc so I think for that, uh, in order to counteract that, obviously video conferences is great. You can see other people. Um, you can, uh, you can set up meetings, you know, once in a while to actually go into the office and work, right? Not all the time, maybe some of the time and meet people that way. Uh, there's co-working options now where people can uh, have a co-working environment. And go work there and meet with other people, interact with other people. Yeah, so the intermittent uh, meetings will have a positive impact for the work co-workers to interact and socialize and not lose the touch of their personalities. Correct, yeah. Uh, and another one is, um, and I think we touched upon this one, is just the lack of timing sense. So when you're working, let's say your work hours are 9 to 5, mentally and subconsciously you know that, okay, 9 to 5 is work, and then after five, you're kind of free to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But with remote working, uh, that sense of timing gets distorted a little bit, mm-hmm. especially if you're just, you know, in your home office or in your house uh, working, but then you're in your house again after you're done work. So I think for that one, you kind of have to make a cognizant distinction between, okay, what hours are working hours and what hours are your personal time. And I think that boundary needs to be discussed and communicated with the employer as well so that everyone has idea like what are your working hours even if you're working remotely. No, of course, yes. And that distinction needs to be communicated. Otherwise, you can very easily lose sense of time. And when in a normal day at the office, you'd only be working nine to five, let's say you're remote working from your house, that five o'clock turn off can easily become seven or eight. Even more than that. Or even more. Yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, how would you uh, summarize our today's conversation, and what do you, what are the key giveaway points for today's uh, episode? So, I think that the well, couple one or a couple key takeaways that I'd want somebody to take away from our discussion is that uh, remote working uh, can be implemented in most aspects of uh, work life. Obviously, to the extent that the use case makes sense. And um, I think this pandemic that we've had, one of the silver linings is people get a chance to do remote work without, you know, pushing for it or being it being kind of implemented on them out of the blue, right? So I think they've gotten a test drive of remote working and coming out of it, they can better see both the positives and the negatives of it. Yeah, it would be right. good to like run some trials and see the yeah. outcomes of working remotely versus of the conventional no. method of working. For office. sure, work is still getting done, right? So I think uh, it this is to the benefit of both the employer and the employee. Yeah, that's true. And um, I think um, I was reading this book called uh, Remote Office Not Required, and they had a quote in there 
from the founder of Virgin Group, Richard Branson, and he said in about 30 years' time, as technology moves forward even further, people are going to look back and wonder why offices ever existed. So he's uh, kind of thinking that, you know, everything's going to be remote. Um, me personally, I don't think it's going to go that far. But I think as, as technology evolves and we get access to better tools, we'll see a lot more remote working. Um, yeah, that's true. So um, it was uh, it was nice uh, having this discussion, and I think it is um, it um, clarifies lots of misconceptions and confusions regarding remote work and its potential to uh, become an alternative for office work. So I think it was a very valuable discussion we had today. Uh, for our next episode, I think uh, it would be nice to discuss some practical ideas about effective wo- remote working experience. What do you think? Uh, yeah, no, sure. We can uh, we can definitely go over some do's and don'ts of remote working and how uh, to make it more productive and for efficient. Sure. For sure. Hope you enjoyed our discussion and gained some valuable insights. Tune in next Friday for our next episode. Take care until then.